0: If you need a new roof or a repair, Easton Roofing will take care of you. Estimates are always free and suggestions are built on integrity. Visit EastonRoofing.com for more information. Get back to business faster with Easton Roofing. Easton Roofing. Integrity matters. The show that takes you home. The Homestretch with Sterling Holmes on ESPN Kansas City. 1510 a.m. 94.5 FM and the ESPN Kansas City Facebook page. Keep on, keep on Welcome to the home stretch ESPN at Kansas City's Thurman Holmes live in studio on a Victory Monday, baby. I think we did it right, Dylan, by not wearing red on Friday. It was a good luck charm. You know, we were talking about Red Friday and how we bleeped up and forgot to wear it. Well, well, maybe we were just doing them a, a service here. That was the good luck charm. Could be. Could be the fact that you picked against the Chiefs once again until I swayed you. Could be that.
1: How you doing, Dylan? Good. I did have the correct score damn near, though, so you I'll did. take that. You did.
0: That was a... That was one of the most entertaining enjoyable games I have ever watched. It was one of the most nerve-wracking, at times unnecessarily so, games I have ever watched. If you were a fan of football, imagine not being a fan of either team. How great must that have game been for you? Like, if you're a fan of neither team, you must have just been enjoying
1: every moment of that. No, because everyone hates the Chiefs, so... The ending wasn't great, but yes, I agree. During the game, it was very, very enjoyable, I'm sure. By
0: by the way, even if Tyler Bass makes that, I think the only people who should be mad are Chiefs fans because we were robbed of Mahomes ripping their heart out on a game winner.
1: It's the inverse of the game earlier. Yeah. Yeah. If Kadarius Tony, they just let him walk in the end zone and everything's fine. Josh Allen gets the ball at the minute fifteen. I think the same thing happens. Same Qu- thing quite, happens. quite,
0: quite frankly, yeah. Right. So I'm sitting here going, yeah, I, I know Tyler Bass missed. Which, by the way, who has been saying this all week leading up to the game? Who talked about the holding operations and special teams
1: in general, including the punter, including Tyler Bass, and no one wanted to hear it. The punter, I think, hurt his team playing. Correct. More so than. Helping obviously, but, but that was a selfish. I I need to be out here because I'm afraid I'm going to lose my job playing kind of thing. Sure,
0: like I I would agree with that. I mean, he, his two punts were horrendous. The holding, obviously, I I, I can't tell, but Taylor Bash shanked one straight right. Who's a very good kicker, um, and and again, Harrison Butker going the harder way. What did he do? Drained a 48 yarder. I mean. This is a legit weapon that the Chiefs have is their ability on special teams to consistently get it done, not just the chip shots, not just the easy ones, but again, on the tough ones. Again, Butker made that first one. Dylan, I was shocked. I don't know if you... Did you see Butker's reaction, by the way, when he made that first kick? Butker's reaction made it look like, did that get there? Because if you saw the way the wind was blowing, that was difficult. And he made it, quite frankly, look fairly easy. The Chiefs will face the Ravens, and special teams will be evened out a little bit in this one, but I, I'm just so floored at the fact that the floor for the Chiefs in the Mahomes area when he starts is what? An AFC Championship game. I mean, think of that. The floor! <laughs> the ceiling for for a lot of teams, if everything goes right, would be... Making the divisional round. Making a a, a conference championship game, right?
1: Detroit Lions, prime example. Like, they're floored right now.
0: Chiefs are like, yeah, man, down year, huh? Last year, they won a Super Bowl in the retooling year. This year, they're in the AFC Championship in a down year. It's just incredible to watch... As I'm sure a lot of you listening, watching, obviously Dylan, you're in the same boat as me, grew up with, not this, we grew up with hearts getting ripped out of our bodies by other teams' elite quarterbacks. We grew up watching Tyler Thigpen, Brody Croyle. I mean, it's not that the Chiefs didn't have some decent quarterbacks, right? Trent Green. Good quarterback. But what happened? The better quarterback almost always won, and now the Chiefs are on the flip side of this, right? Trent Green, 13-3. and But what happens? You face Peyton Manning. You face Tom Brady. You face anyone who was elite at that time, and the good wasn't good enough. Alex Smith was the same example of this, right? Alex Smith was a good quarterback. But when you would face the elite guys... It wasn't good enough. Because, by the way, I think Josh Allen is one of the elite quarterbacks. He played a great game. Stats won't show it. He had a lot of, uh, of Mahomes receiver issues this year, right? A lot of drop balls. That 60-yard bomb was insane. Stephon Diggs, come on, guy. He's probably still sitting watching now. You think he's still sitting there watching the, the crowd celebrate? Could be. I guess the crowd not celebrate. Huh, Dion Dawkins.
1: Did you see the picture of... Uh First off, did you see like the tweet that was going around last week of Josh Allen being undefeated since Peppa Pig and him starting a commercial together? mm You didn't see that? By the way, great commercial. Anytime you can have Beavis and Butthead in a commercial, I'm in. I agree. Um, but they basically CB, – NFL CBS is a great account, and they tweeted they, – they took Stephon Diggs out of the picture of him watching the confetti celebration and put Peppa Pig in there. The, basically in the same position. That's so perfect.
0: good. That's great.
1: I mean, it's like in the past, it's usually been like, oh, the Bills got screwed or, oh, the Bills, What well, the Chiefs don't. Everyone's kind of universally today besides Bills Mafia because they're just- it, they Salty. Have to, a lot of yeah. soul searching to be doing, so I understand a lot. it. Everyone else is like, yeah, they- they're, they're done. There's no more, like, let's see what the Bills can do here and there. Like, it's just kind of...
0: They're going to have to completely retool this thing. Again, I said going into this game, the Chiefs win. 13 seconds with the start. This will be the end of this current iteration of this team. I firmly believe that. I was going over the cap with Matt Vertoram yesterday after the game. Uh, we were just talking about the cap situation for the Bills. Yikes, dude. I mean, it's, it's, it's a big-time it yikes. 49 million? Oh, dude. It is... In the in the age and the players that they're given these contracts to, it's not good. Uh, Von Miller is a main culprit, a guy who had three tackles in the regular season. He actually had two tackles in this game, which was sixty six point six six seven uh, percent of uh, his tackles in the regular season. I mean, you you just look at this, this Bills team, and they played really good football. Still wasn't good enough. And by the way, they got things go their way. Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to sit here and say, um, I think the Bills got the majority of the 50-50 balls, right? Like, McCall Hartman fumbled on the one-yard line out of the end zone. The Bills got that. Um, Jamari Conner, who, by the way, played a great game, could have fell on a fumble, didn't get it. Right, got ripped out of his hands. He should have fell on it. He tried to run. Um, Bills recover early on in the game. First, first play, first or uh, first series. Right, they fumble, and Dalton Kincaid has the wherewithal to knock the ball out of bounds. Right, following play, it was a forward lateral that was not called. Which I don't blame the refs for. That's tough in live speed. That's on Andy and the Chiefs for not challenging. So I'm sitting here going with the 50 50 call still going the Bills' way. They still lost. Yeah, they missed a field goal. That's something you can control. Yeah, they missed a fake punt. Which, what the hell was that? That is something you can control. The 50-50, the bounce of the balls, maybe I'm wrong here. Sure felt like they went the Bills' way, and they still couldn't get it done. That fake punt, though, man, that was something to watch. Why didn't they just, if if you're going to fake it, if you're going to go for it, bring Josh Allen back on the field! I get the Chiefs only had 10 dudes instead of 11. I understand that. That's not good enough odds when you need five yards. You need one? Sure. Go ahead. I get it. You need five. And your thought process is to give it to DeMar Hamlin, a guy who's played in a handful of games all season long? This ain't a movie. This ain't Rudy. Like, seriously, the Bills, at times, I'm sitting here going, they thought this was going to be a storybook ending, didn't they? The Bills thought that they were going to win at home and try and rewrite the season. They were dead, and they fought their way back. Now, they scored a touchdown from what yard line, Dylan? The 13. And who do they score a touchdown against? Legarius needed his first touchdown given up all game long. Again, they were trying to write this as a storybook. The issue is the Chiefs were the villains and the villains won. Imagine home alone if the robbers weren't dumbasses. That's what happened. Seriously, how often do the Chiefs get to play the villain card? How many times in Mahomes' starting career has he been the villain? Has he been the underdog? He was in this game, and the villains won. They celebrated. They loved it. Do you see Drew Tranquil on the sideline? Drew Tranquil was getting pelted by snowballs. And in one of the best tweets, he goes, I caught the snowball. The snowball. If it didn't break in my hand, it was getting launched right back at him. We'd beat them in a snowball fight, too. Truth is, my four-year-old throws a meaner snowball than Bill's Mafia. They were the villains. And they loved it. They relished it. And Dylan, they're going to be the villains yet again next week against the Ravens. The underdogs but also the villains i'm here for it the road warriors wait d- does it work like this where mahomes has never lost a road playoff game in his nfl career so does that mean that they have the advantage now can we
1: use that stat no that would be uh that would be having nuance and and you know accountability, things like that, that, that people with hot takes and quick takes and just anti-Mahomes takes don't seem to have. Yeah. I mean, because, again, they they uh, that's also another way to say it, is that that would be a positive Patrick Mahomes stat. Mm, so mm. we're not talking about that because mm, mm, mm. everyone hates him. I don't get it, man. Yeah, you do. We I all did. do. I, Could I, you I imagine did. if we were like Josh Allen fans? Yeah. And last night was our night. Well, and think about it. It's not. And Josh Allen played a great game, but
0: that's not the talk. The talk is... is, He played
1: okay. He played... I think he played a great game, man. I say he played better in the divisional round. Sure. Uh, Which one? Sure. Uh, You know what I'm talking about. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think he played a really good game that the box score does not represent how good he was. How many balls did he throw throw in harm's way? For Josh Allen? None, but... How many drops did he have on deep balls that were pretty much perfectly placed?
1: I just think, like, by the way, new Mahomes uh, mic'd up locker room speech just dropped, and it's amazing. Um, Check it out on the break. NFL Films Twitter account. But the—that's how perfect you have to play against us in our down year, is that the one mistake (laughs) he did make that isn't Mm -hmm. that egregious and is not going to show up on the— you know, it's not not an INT, it's not a turnover on downs, it's— Trying to, you didn't have to go for the jugular. You didn't have to go for the win, throwing it to the end zone to secure yeah. You really didn't even want to do that. That's the immaturity that he has yet to get over. You're talking about
0: the one where Chris Jones was pushing yes. back, right? And because was you, could, you just take Dig- you, was it, it Digs that was you running throw underneath you?
1: Yeah. You basically are putting us in a no-moss situation where mm-hmm. we are trying to let you score because. You're just going to either bleed out the clock and try and get a touchdown at the end, or a field goal to tie it, which would be smart. I mean, really, you don't want to couch scores and think like, oh, we're going to score, so yeah, let's I take agree. our time. But you kind of do in that sense. Versus now, it's a third and long because and have to even something again,
0: even if he makes that kick,
1: right? Yeah, chief, it's Chiefs have a minute. with a lot of time left. Yeah. Instead, and also if he makes a touchdown or throws a touchdown, we we still have to go for a touchdown. We're down four. So it's not one of those ones where oh they're gonna maybe get a little conservative in the field goal. No no no. Yeah. As Eli Manning once said, I can't remember where, it's better to be down four because you gotta go for it. Yeah. Like you're not, you oh, know, we can do the field goal. No no no, we gotta get a touchdown. Yeah. It's four downs. So it's kind of better because that's the urgency you have the mindset. Yes. So I, I I think that that was the play, while it's not an interception. That how I mean, it's crazy that I'm about to say that he had to play a perfect game against the worst version of the Chiefs to beat us at home and didn't do it, and that's why he lost.
0: Again, kind of going back to the opening talk of the Chiefs in the past with Alex Smith, again, I think Josh Allen's much more talented than Alex Smith, obviously. But it kind of goes to the same thing where if the Chiefs did not play perfectly, they didn't have the better quarterback to overcome. The Bills didn't play perfectly. They were damn good, but it wasn't perfect. And because of that, the Chiefs were One. Other side of the coin is happening right now. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to Creed Humphrey. Did you see him pull three times? I thought Tony Romo was atrocious in this game. I'm sorry, man. I can't do it anymore. Dylan, I don't know your thoughts on Romo. When he first came into the league, I thought it was refreshing. I thought he was new. I thought it was fun, entertaining. I thought he, he, he delivered a lot. But now as he's gone on. He's droning on me. I mean, I understand that you want to see someone else in the AFC championship game, but dog, that's not your, that's not your role. You're, you're an unbiased announcer. Romo was really starting to, um, annoy me personally. And this sucks for a guy who has been a Romo supporter for a long time. That was just brutal to me, but I, I I'm sitting here and he did Call out a couple times and pointed out when Creed Humphrey pulled as a sinner, as uh, Daniel Harms was talking about it today with me. Um, it's called like a wipeout block, right? When you wipe out the entire right side with the center, when he is pulling all the way to the right. And
1: I thought I'm shaking my head back here, like, yeah, 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 yeah of I course know. it is, yeah. Course, yeah.
0: Well, I, I thought it was nice to get some nuance from a, a film analyst because he has all the those terms. So I'm like, oh, cool. So now I now I can sound smart. Thanks, Harms. Uh, we were doing the Bleacher Report podcast today, so. Um, you have know, to so check that out if you go to the Bleacher Report app. You can check out the interview I did with Harms and myself. A lot of fun. Um, but Creed Humphrey's ability to be that athletic, that talented, of course, but that quick to get out to the outside and break open and and just give these lanes for Clyde Edwards-Alaire and Isaiah Pacheco to explode through. Um, very underrated. Man, like, the offensive line needs to get more love in this game. This, to me, was the We're starting to get the feel of Orlando Brown Jr. and Andrew Wiley playoffs, right? Remember how during the regular season they weren't very good? And then the playoffs came around and all of a sudden we're like, oh wow, they've been great. We're kind of seeing that with Jawan Taylor and Donovan Smith. Now, they both had a penalty at the exact same time on the exact same play, which was pretty hilarious. But in totality, I think you're sitting back going, my goodness, this offensive line did their job and then some. Mahomes had a lot of time back there. Dude could file his taxes, which almost tax season, you're probably getting your your W-2s and everything. So get those in order, guys. Come on, don't be letting your on tax season. I'm not getting paid for that. I'm not going to sit here and get a penalty. Juwan Taylor and Donovan Smith did their job and then some. They are playing better than they have all season long. Again, remind you a little bit of OBJ and Andrew Wiley last year. Another shout-out. I already shout-out the tackles. I've, I've shouted out Creed Humphrey. I think Trey Smith always deserves a shout-out. But how about Nick Allegretti? Dylan, when did you notice Allegretti was in the game for Joe Tunney? Because they never announced this, by the way, on the TV until like way, way later on. Uh, How long did
1: it take you? Did, did you notice right away? I'll give a shout out to Briscoe here that it took me the entire game, and he can explain that little inside joke to you later. But I didn't really notice much from where I was watching. I I, I did not see that he had come. I didn't even know Joe Tooney was gone for a bit. Were, so you, yeah, to your point. were you hammered or something? No, there was uh, some standard deaf versus high deaf situation of watching style. Were you here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, were, work?
0: You, were you in the? So you're in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. Understood. Understood.
0: It. So, the number, saying- the numbers blur. I get that. Yes, I
1: get that. But, to- but I could not tell the difference. Is what you're saying. Yes, or trying to point out is that, All is pretty good. This was- that's our biggest issue. Wow, well, I love Joe Tooney. Yeah. Um. Not many issues. But the Ravens don't have many issues either.
0: Joe Tooney is All Pro, first team All Pro. He was the best left guard in football this year. I'm not saying Nick Allegretti is going to be the best left guard in football if he played the entire season, obviously, but depth was one of the biggest issues for both teams in this game, and the team with the better depth won. Dylan, how much credit do you give Brett Veach for bringing back Nick Allegretti, for bringing in Drew Tranquil? Because Blake Jr. went down early, and we, we were all talking about, as the season started, why do you need four really good linebackers? This is why. Think about this, too. Brian Cook was your starting safety. He's gone. Mike Edwards gets injured in the first drive. He's gone. You're now on Shamari Connor, right? What does he do? Oh, yeah. Has his best game of the season. Shamari Connor was nails. What happens when Trent McDuffie goes out of the game here, Dylan? Joshua Williams and Jalen Watson step up and both make plays. Charles Amenehu wasn't doing much in this game. He was sick. So Mike Dana, he has to step up. Malik Herring, he has to step up. What I take away from this game was that the depth of the Kansas City Chiefs is much better than the depth of the Buffalo Bills. And oh, by the way, Dylan, kind of going back to our initial thought process here. (laughs) Josh Allen's contract kicks in next year. (laughs) Mahomes is already on that second contract, right? Just, again, trying to put into perspective that The Chiefs have somewhat already figured out the depth issue and how to create a complete team, which again is why wide receiver was down this year. The Chiefs have had to do it different ways. They decided, hey, we're going to have more depth. We got Mahomes no longer on a rookie contract. We got to do it different. The Bills are going to have to figure that out now, and they have yet to win a Super Bowl, let alone get to one. It's crazy to me, man. How does the team with a quarterback on a non-rookie deal have more depth than the team... With the quarterback who's on said rookie deal, based on how the contract was was broken down, I think his cap at this year was like eighteen mil. Josh Allen's.
1: I just, again, I mean, Trey McDuffie trade up and snag right in front of them, obviously, mm. and many other just poor decisions trying to chase us. Basically, I would, I would say. I, I think know. the Von Miller signing is the biggest.
0: Von Miller is the of the, of the worst that. signing they could have
1: done. Because remember, they they're like we need to get Mahomes on the ground. This was the yeah. After the thirteen seconds, here,
0: yeah. Leonard Floyd had a nice year, ten and a half sacks. Not in this game.
1: Ed Oliver, I didn't even—he wasn't. I didn't even know he was out there. Yeah, Ed Oliver, great defensive tackle. He was out there either. Great. I mean, I mean, Ed Oliver is
0: Christian Wilkins for Miami, right? Great game-changing defense, defense of interior lineman, right? I'd say a little
1: less, but not by much. I, I
0: mean, think he's pretty he's close. Pretty yeah, good. yeah, yeah. He's pretty darn yeah. good, man. I, mean, I would like, say
1: Christian Wilkins obviously is better. Sure, but I think Ed Oliver is. Very underrated. He's very I would say good. top five, sure. Because Aaron Donald's still going to be in there, and Chris Jones, but yeah. then at Oliver, yeah, So yeah, I
0: agree. And I then think. you got you, you know DeForest Buckner. I mean, there, there's obviously guys, but like yeah. I'm sure Quinn and Williams, you know, like yeah. yeah, I'm sure we're missing people, but. but but the point remains that he is damn good. Yes, DaQuan Jones came back. Which, if you guys don't know about DaQuan Jones, if you saw what he did, since he got there from um, Carolina. DaQuan Jones had been great all. Buffalo long. Didn't matter. I mean again, also this is me also trying to pump up Nick Allegretti because he had to come in the middle of the game go up against a very good interior defensive line. Didn't matter. Pass pro as well as run blocking, which brings us to Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco had six point five yards of carry. Even when the Bills knew that he was gonna run, even when the Bills knew that they had to get a stop to even have a chance of getting the ball back. They couldn't stop him. Isaiah Pacheco was masterful in this game as well as Clyde, man. I, Clyde didn't get many touches, many opportunities, but that 28-yarder was fantastic. That was phenomenal, man. And even the 3-yarder he got, he was close. Like he read that correctly. He got he got brought down by the shoestrings right there. He got he got his uh his ankle or foot caught. I don't know about you, man. I like this one-two punch right now, which is kind of crazy to think about. We all were nervous with no Jerick McKinnon. Who's going to be the the playoff may, running back to step up? You know, Damian Williams, Daryl Williams, um, Jerick McKinnon. Pacheco and Alaire are, are doing a very, very nice job. I, I, I've been very impressed uh, with those two guys. Another little fun story. MVS, man. If we're going to rip on the dude when he has horrendous games, let's give the dude a shout-out when he actually does well. Because MVS had two catches over 30 yards in this one. Two catches, 62 yards total, uh, 32-yarder, and a 30-yarder. One of the best catches I have seen all season long was that one by the sideline... Looks like it almost gets tipped by the defensive back, but he has the wherewithal to still bring that in and stay in bounds. Playoff MVS looks like a real thing. Oh, and by the way, Rasheed Rice, when he got absolutely drilled, like the receivers made some plays for for Mahomes today. I thought he broke his, I thought ribs broke right? something, yeah. yeah. I mean, Rasheed I Rice went up, doesn't. got pinned. Yeah. What a catch. I have no idea he didn't drop that thing. Like he,
1: people break ribs, and if you don't there, I don't know how you do, yeah. Th- that was Two people, full speed, mm. perfectly meeting. I how mean, the hell did he catch that thing? How,
0: how, how did he hang on the ball? I mean, she Rice for all these drop issues to start the season, aren't those looking more like nervousness and less like I mean, mechanical?
1: I mean, remember we all just said, Jamar Chase, Jamar Chase, sure. Jamar Chase. Because yeah. we were saying it optimistically, like saying, oh, it's fine, it's fine, maybe almost convincing ourselves a little bit. But turns out that that actually was what happened. Yeah,
0: because he has been making some phenomenal catches. But again, MVS both of them. Even the second one over the on the crosser right, he got lit up for a second. Right, he got lit up. And how how many times you see a guy drop that ball like it's in his it's in his hands? Then it just pops out. Dude, receivers made some plays today for the Chiefs, or I guess last night for the Chiefs. Um, one guy who didn't was McCole Hardman. What were your thoughts there? What were your thoughts on McCall Hardman? Because I've heard it from both sides where some people are like, you know what? Don't hate the play call. Don't hate it. And my thought here is he had already fumbled once. Now on the goal line is not the time to try and get his confidence back up. Sorry. Not it. Regular season game? Fine. Go ahead. Playoffs, game on the line. I know Pacheco just came out, he needed a breather. Run the damn ball with Clyde, okay? Run the damn ball with what looks like a prime Eddie Lacy right now. He looks like a mini Jerome Bettis. Run the ball with the thicker Clyde. There's zero reason, in my opinion, even with Pacheco taking a breather on the sideline to run that play. What were your thoughts there, Dylan? Am I being too harsh it was the play call fine? You know, some people were saying, yeah, he got down to the one, so maybe it worked. I go, That's fine, but he'd already fumbled once in the game.
1: I mean, no, you're not being too harsh. It's just run the football up the middle. It's been working the entire time. Yeah. Like, that is... It's just it's, it's nice that it didn't cost you your season. So maybe take that feeling and actually apply it and not ever do something like that again. But that we know we both know that's not going to happen. We both know that because of the fact that he fumbled the first time he touched the ball and they were willing to give it to him again in maybe the most crucial spot of the game yep. means that there's for sure going to be two plays where he gets the football next week. And that's fine. I'm mean, I'm not saying that he should never touch the football again, but let's pick pick good spots to yeah. maybe do it in. I guess, and maybe just once a game, and then we'll see how that goes, and if he fumbles that one opportunity, we don't then do it again.
0: And that's where I'm at. Again, I would have had zero issue. Well, a slight issue, but, but not not as big of an issue. I, I'm team, just run the damn ball in that instance, right? Just just, just run it. You, you've been gouging them on the ground. You're getting a push up front. I know, again, Pacheco is getting a breather on the sideline. I don't care if it's LaMichael Pirine hand the ball off. It's working. Um, yeah, that, that that first fumble though just really made me say sorry, not happening. I don't need a pick me up from the from him in this game. Uh, that is a pick me up and grab it and go to the side of the go to the bench. Just 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 hang out there. Um We'll talk about the defense in more detail. Let's take a break, come back home stretch. ESPN, Kansas City. A 44 yard field goal to tie. The wind at back. The snap is good. The ball put down. The kick is up. No good. Wide right. Wide right. The Bills kicker missed a field goal. Wide right. Jubilation for the Chiefs' sideline. One forty-three to go! Bass missing wide right from 44! He pushed it right. It looked like he wanted it to hook in from the right post, and I don't know if it was the wind or he mishit it, but it just violently moved right like a slice in golf. How unlucky does a franchise have to be to have two wide right calls in their uh, their lifetime? Dylan, you—you you, you NFL historian.
1: I mean, I knew it right. I mean, it was. You I knew could, it wasn't I, going left. I couldn't left. believe it. Right when it happened. Yeah. Like I was saying earlier, that if I'm a Bills kicker, I'm just—I'm like a golfer playing. What would it be if you're always hitting it this way as a righty? That'd be a—that'd be a pull or like if you're—if you're—if I mean, right,
0: you're a right-handed golfer and your ball is getting pushed to the right, that's a fade.
1: To the left. Like, if I'm pulling it, what would it be?
0: If you're pulling it, it'd be, well, it's a pull, it's or, tough, if, or right? if it's going to you a hook or a draw. Okay, so I'm yeah.
1: hooking every kick for the Buffalo Bills.
0: Yeah. Don't don't ever go wide no right. right. No it's wide right. No wide right. missing
1: left. But, I mean, that is just... I, I'm trying to find a way to say this and package this the right way, because there's something here. And it's... There's... It's one way for their window to end just by losing. Sure. But for it to end and them still kind of also be hit with a remembrance of you're the same old Bills in that yeah. fashion is just just diabolical it's, in my it's opinion. It's devastating. Very devastating for them. So I think that we should go easy on Bills fans for a while. Because... I have been. I, I, no, I, no, no, I, yeah. I'm not saying any of us
0: Deion have. Deion Dawkins, us. no. I still I, I still wonder if he He's got had wings enough. after the game. He had enough
1: last night when yeah. Chris Jones just Basically said, I'm going to put well, no, you I'm in Josh about John's the lap. Instagram post after the game that Mahomes made. Oh yeah, good luck. Yeah, yeah, that 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 just ended that. That was real quick.
0: Yeah, I I, I saw uh, a little bit of the NFL films in the break of Mahomes and uh, basically getting the guys riled up, saying they asked for it. He he was like, he well, must they have been got saying
1: it. that like a parrot, basically, because he was saying it up the tunnel in a video. I think Aaron Ladd tweeted out last night. I didn't see that video. Yes, yeah, so he's walking up the tunnel. Trey Smith walks in before him. They're going into the locker room from the tunnel, and he's, like, telling everyone that can hear him. almost It it sounds like worst call of all time, like, attitude. Like, basically, Brett Veach is hugging him. He's like, hey, they got what they wanted. They got what they're just telling everyone around. That is awesome, which is wild because Mahomes isn't typically that guy. And also it's wild because they go to the locker room down the same tunnel. Mm. So there's no way that nobody from the Bills overheard it or saw it. Well, now they've seen it, but it's like... Awesome. Yeah, very awesome.
0: Awesome. The Chiefs being the villains is kind of fun, isn't it? And this was after they won their second Super Bowl. I said, they're no longer the level bunch of guys who hadn't won a Super Bowl in 50 years, right? They're now the hunted. They're now the hated. They're not the team that everyone roots and tries to get behind. No, that's, that's Detroit now. That's the Bills now. Um, I I mean, if you if you took a poll of people of who they want to win the Super Bowl, how many people do you think would would pick the Lions? Seriously, like like Dylan, seventy. Just say you're you're not a you can't have people who are a fan of these four teams vote right. How many are picking the Lions? Eighty percent. Tell you's probably coming in the lowest number. Chiefs. People are tired of it. And the Chiefs, I think, are trying to prove a point of saying, all right, you may be tired of it, but we're not going anywhere. We are still here. All right, so the Chiefs' defense, in my opinion, deserves a ton of credit. The Chiefs' defense stepped up big in the fourth quarter, gave up only seven points in the second half. For as bad as they were through the first half, as well as the majority of the third quarter, they found a way to get it done with the game on the line. This, to me, was, I I don't want to say more impressive because obviously you want to hold a team to three points, zero points. but, But having the ability of when you're getting torched and when a team has figured you out, fourth quarter comes around, game on the line, you find a way to dig deep after being on the field for, let me see how many snaps, uh, 78 snaps and get it done. Chiefs offense had 47. Bills, offensively, had 78. Chiefs defense had to be gassed. Man, they were on the field a lot in this game. But again, I'm telling you right now, When it mattered most, this Chiefs defense looks like the Chiefs defense we have seen all season long. James Cook went into the fourth quarter with 67 yards. The over-under, by the way, was 61.5. He lost six yards in the fourth quarter, finishing with 61. Dylan, if you're a Bills fan who bet on the over of James Cook rushing yards... I feel so bad for you. Imagine that. You know there's someone out there who bet on the Bills, or at least who's a Bills fan, and have the over on James Cook, and they go, dude, we did it. James Cook, first off, they think the Bills win. They lose. And then they go, okay, well, at least I made some money. Minus six yards in the fourth quarter. Again, Dylan, I don't know about you, but I would much prefer a Chiefs defense that does this. If you're going to have one quarter where your nails, make it the fourth. If you're going to struggle defensively for a large part of the game, make it the first half. They get better as the game goes on even with again having 78 snaps defensively. What's that tell you? Once again, Dylan, that's depth. Shout-out to uh, Brantz on Facebook Live. Says, I think losing Mike Edwards the first three plays hurts a lot. Yeah, man, it does. Definitely hurts. But Bill's had a lot of injuries, and the Chiefs found a way to get it done. Again, it's why I've been giving so much credit to Veach for the depth perspective, especially on the defensive side of the ball. It was out in full display. Hell, Mike Pinnell Jr. was making a couple of impact plays, right? Mike Pinnell Jr. was solid at times. I mean, not the whole game, but a couple of nice plays in the run game. Derek Naughty's out. Mike Pinnell, you have to step up. He did. Um, the Bills were really effective on the ground, but I think that was part of what Spagnola was doing. I know your thoughts here, but I think part of the game plan from Spags was hey, run the ball. We are going to limit the explosive plays, and we're going to find a way to get it done. I mean, because that's what they did. But Buffalo Bills ran the ball for 182 yards, but it was 4.7 yards a carry. Like, it wasn't like the Bills were just gashing the Chiefs on the ground. Guess what
1: James Cook Long was on the ground? I. 12? 8. That's what I thought. It really didn't, like, to yeah. your point, it does, like, now that you said that. I'm trying to think, which there wasn't. I think uh, Johnson, Josh Allen. Jo-
0: yeah, he had a 15 yard. Ty Johnson had the 115-yarder. Yeah.
1: And that's it. But, yeah. Yeah, Josh Allen was their, like, the long rusher of the day. And so while it's easy to say, yeah, they gouged the Chiefs on the ground, it's like,
0: Josh Allen gouged the Chiefs on the ground. That, that was basically it. Um, but. They, again, adjusted. They finally said in the second half, all right, that's fine. Beat us with your arm. And while Josh Allen again made some great throws, you won't hear a lot of sympathy from me or Chief fans as the receivers for the Bills did not help him out or do him any favors. If you look at what the Chiefs' uh, cornerbacks and secondary did to the Buffalo receivers, check this out. Dalton Kincaid was relieving leading receiver with how many yards?
1: Um, 60, 45,
0: ah. 45 was their leading receiver with Dalton Kincaid, who has been a electric all season long. He's been great. Khalil Shakur had seven receptions for 44 yards. Dylan Shakur has been their explosive player. Their yak guy. He's been their big, their big, deep guy, especially with Gabe Davis out. Right, He'd been averaging over 16 yards a reception. He averaged 6.3 in this game. Third strength safety as well on our end. Stefan Diggs. How many targets do you think Stephon Diggs had? Six. Eight. Damn, man. I'm just... How many catches does Stefan Diggs have?
1: Six.
0: Three for 21.
1: He had so many down the line of scrimmage. I'm just like inflating yeah. him, but it maybe, dude, maybe you're I, right. again, I mean, you, you are right. You're looking at
0: the stats. This Chiefs secondary, for having McDuffie go out of the game for a while, right? He came back. For having your third string safety all of a sudden play a basically a full game, Shamari Connor. They held this Bills team to 186 yards through the air. On 39 pass attempts. 39. Um, John, sorry joining late. Cook started the fourth. Yeah, we talked about that. Um, That's a bad beat if you're a Bills fan who bet the over on James Cook and then you hit up the under. You lose money and your team loses the game. And for all the talk about 12 personnel going into this game, you know whose 12 personnel was more effective? The Chiefs. I kept saying, you know, the Bills in 12 personnel with Dawson Knox and Donkin Cade and James Cook out of the backfield, you gotta watch out. It's dangerous. I mean, was it? James Cook receiving had 21 yards on four catches, five targets. Chiefs, on the other hand, Travis Kelsey, 5 for 75, two touchdowns. Noah Gray had three receptions on three targets for 16. Like, the Chiefs were just so effective in this game. They were efficient. I mean, Mahomes' average yards per attempt was 9.3. I know the numbers as far as the box scores look great, 215 yards. They threw the ball 23 times. He was just efficient. He was effective. They did not need him to. Allen on the other hand threw the ball 39 times for 186 yards, 4.8 yards per attempt. Again, he had some deep balls. Uh, I'm not blaming on him. Those were on his receivers, but again, did not come away with a come down with the ball and again, Chiefs fans don't have sympathy zero for drop balls. Any other overarching takeaways from you, Dylan?
1: I I went in thinking, you know, that this is like the those seasons I was describing as those other teams' years, basically, to slay the dragon. And maybe it's just not theirs to slay. As much as they want to make it, as much as they want to try and make it out to be, there are also teams in those dynasties' wake that never really got that opportunity to do that and maybe it is the Bengals. as much as we hate to admit that maybe it is joe burrow that's going to have the moment or maybe it's this week with lamar jackson but it definitely not the overarching thing for me is it ain't going to be josh allen yeah and whether he does or not we've beaten him so many times with so many of their requirements i guess for why it didn't happen in the past Mm. that even if he beats us once, it's it's still a it's windshield like, bug rivalry. Yeah, it's, it's
0: like, okay, well, how many times can it be this one-sided before you? You have to win a few, like the Bengals have at least and, done yeah. in the playoffs. Right. Um,
1: it's like the only people that have done it is Tom Brady and Joe Burrow.
0: Yeah. And, again, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson and the Ravens in more detail as the week goes on. I'm, I'm still kind of basking in this glorious victory for Kansas City in a down year, of course, in a down year. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: What's it like over there to be a Ku basketball fan? For once, you, oh, see, yeah. you see how it feels yeah, as a, a bit? As,
0: as a Mizzou guy, this is. Do
1: you see how it feels though? Yeah, Do you, the parallels there. You see what, where I'm going a bit there? Yeah. Oh, down here, and that's how pompous we are when we have. A, oh, you know. Yeah, you ass. We're down here. We're in the elite eight. Yeah, you ass. That's like, but it's a great feeling, right? It's yeah. pretty nice.
0: Yeah, you know what, though? Mizzou, Mizzou keeps me grounded. That's, that's what my Mizzou fandom's for—is to keep me grounded. That's
1: what KU football used to do, but then Lance Leipold—that and Royals. Us, so now I don't know where to. Oh, well, see. Royals, there you go.
0: Well, the Royals—they AL Central this year. I have some optimism. I'm a pretty pessimistic. I went from the most optimistic Royals fan you'll ever meet to like a very pessimistic one, and now this year I'm kind of back on being the optimistic guy. We'll see, we'll see. But the Chiefs again. What a victory on the road, beating the Bills at 27-24. All three phases of the game stepped up at some point, right? All three. Special teams, they won. Defense, they won. Offense, they won. Quite frankly, when you when you think about it, Chiefs probably should have won by more than three. I mean, if, oh, yeah. if you think about it, the McCall-Hardman fumble is the They're obvious one. The ball one.
1: In there is the obvious one, yeah.
0: But, but, but again, if you're going to make the case that maybe the Bills punt that there... It's not the punter was going to all of a sudden pin him inside the, the 20. Their punter was shanking the ball. She's probably good at 35, 30, somewhere around there. So they have a short field.
1: They ended up scoring anyway, right? After that? Yeah, they did. So,
0: again, um, if you are a Chiefs fan, which of course we are, but trying to be unbiased here, if you are a Chiefs fan, you have to be feeling pretty darn good as they head to Baltimore.
1: Just good in general. Yeah. I mean, really, if they – we, I, I want to win against Baltimore. Trust me. But even if we lose, it's like, who cares? I mean, it, it's not a who cares, but it also is like, great. You know what? It, it might be their year. Congratulations. Sure. really everyone, including us, did not see I, – I did not no. see us in the AFC championship.
0: Did not. And by the way, if you're the rest of the NFL, you have to be terrified that the right. Chiefs have done this every different way someone tweeted that bought sorry go ahead there's the offense yeah Mahomes with a rookie contract with Tyreek Hill yep. Mahomes on a second year contract or a second contract without Tyreek Hill and then this year being a defensive first type of team I mean think of that if, if the Chiefs win this way they are a chameleon they have changed they can evolve they can win any different ways in a multitude of ways if you're the the NFL if you I'm not the players cause the players are obviously they they're not going to be scared of another team but if you are like the GM and you're in your you're a GM in this league and you go how do we be the Chiefs and all of a sudden you go wait they just did it now this way oh dude I have no idea how to how to build this team to to compete I mean it's crazy
1: yep I mean it's it's insane and like someone just tweeted last night that Josh Allen alone is you know in a bad spot because he went from having to deal with Tom Brady or forever, and then Patrick Mahomes. That sucks. (laughs) That's the NFL as a whole. That's not just Josh Allen's issue or Josh Allen's problem to have. That seems like a 31-teams issue, not much of a Josh Allen one. Well, look at Sheets with
0: Alex Smith, right? Because it was was Tom Brady, then it was Peyton Manning. You always had someone. Right. But I get where you're coming from as far as Josh Allen, where maybe the only quarterback better than him. At least when they're both playing this good is Mahomes because again, Josh Allen played really damn good football. When when Josh Allen is playing at his highest level, the only guy better than him is Mahomes. He ran into him last night. If the Bills played any other team, they'd probably win that game last night. I mean, yeah, seriously, see, I'm trying to think, and I think you're right. If the, if the Bills play that exact game against any other team, they're probably heading to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, they played the Chiefs. So they're not. Take a break. Come back. Home stretch. ESPN. Kansas City.
1: Second down. Launch right
0: open. Kelsey has the touchdown. You see the busted coverage here, but we talked about where are they trying to throw the ball over and over again, Jim?
1: These outcuts. And you're going to watch, a motion goes back and forth, but Kelsey's going to go and get back into this area. Mahomes and Kelsey have connected for a
0: touchdown, 15, and it ties Brady and Gronkowski for the most in playoff history. Good news regarding the Joe Tooney front from Ian Rappaport says Chiefs All-Pro guard Joe Tooney suffered a peck strain in Sunday's win over the Bills. Source says that is a potential good sign for his availability over the next few weeks. By the way, Ian said next few weeks. What does he know? Huh? What does Ian Rappaport know? Huh? I mean, just saying. Does he have a script?
1: Are you reading the comments section, or are, you, are these your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I know. Someone right underneath said, next few weeks, do you have the script here? Are you
1: serious, really? Yeah. Of course.
0: Uh, Joe Tooney's status will be tracked throughout the week, still up in the air, but overall positive news. Uh, yeah, this is very big for the Chiefs and Joe Tooney. I, I don't know if he goes or not. You and I were laughing at the break right there, saying he is a cyborg. I mean, he played through a broken hand, right? He is absurd. He's the friendly robot. I get that. But do you think... Man, that's tough. Do you think that a limited Joe Tooney is better than Nick Allegretti? That's what it comes down to. Maybe, maybe not. I I mean, again... I think Nick Allegretti is a great backup, but he's not all-pro. Like, he's he's not first-team all-pro. But what is Joe Tooney playing like with this pec injury? Um, I think it's more a, you probably roll with Nick Allegretti next week, and if you beat the Ravens, Joe Tooney is going to play against most likely the Niners in the Super Bowl. Maybe I'm wrong. Either way, don't care. I, I'm just excited that it's not a pec tear. That is absolutely brutal, so... Massive news for Joe Tooney and the Chiefs. Man, I'm I'm buzzing. Six straight. Not one. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Six AFC Championship games. Was this what LeBron was talking about down in Miami when he was counting? Only difference is the Chiefs are actually doing it. This is the Home Stretch here, at ESPN Kennedy will be back live in studio tomorrow from 3 to 4 p.m. Until then, we are out.